Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Helm to Tower podcast. That's right, we're back. Talk more Destiny 2. I'm Mike Burgess, and I'm here with Alex O'Neill. Hello, Alex. Hello. Hello, Hello. Mike. We are here. That's right. We're in, what is this? We're already in week five or week, this is week four. We're recording this, but mm-hmm. it'll be week five pretty much when this comes out. Wow, that's, mm-hmm. that's like weird to say already that we're like, yeah, we're cruising along here in the world of Destiny Two, and it was a it was a, 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 a pretty decent uh, week of a lot of stuff happening and going on, right? Like we had a pretty big moment in the in the story. If you so, if you don't want some story spoilers, I would say maybe watch out because we're going to talk about some story stuff that happened this week, um, and also we got the the. Uh, the talked about major crucible blog update that they talked about towards the launch of Lightfall. We got that finally and has mm-hmm, um, so tid- mm-hmm. tidbits. I mean, we know we've said it previously that we are not the biggest crucible heads around here in the destiny uh, world, but you know, we can still talk about it Cause I think there is still some interesting things to at least, you know, shout out. Cause you know, and they're talking about crucible yeah. stuff. We're not going to sit here and talk about graphs. I promise. <laughs> Because there are definitely a lot of graphs in Don't that. Tempt me. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but other, other than that new stuff, I just want to know, Alex, um, what have, what have you been doing in the game recently? Or are you still are you feeling the uh, immediately outing myself of starting to feel that little like kind of seasonal fatigue? But I don't know where yeah. you're at. I'm curious. I'm curious where you're at right now. I'm I'm definitely also feeling that fatigue. Um, mm. but I, yeah, you know, I'm good at managing it, right? Like yeah. I know when to ease off the gas a little bit with destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did, I tried to do some other stuff in the game this week. Iron Banner is this week. I honestly didn't actually play that much. It is, uh, for folks that don't know, I usually go pretty hard <laughs> when Iron Banner comes up because I'm like, let's get it all done. Let's just get it over with. Um, but obviously, it's three weeks this season now, so I feel a little bit more of that that pressure coming off the shoulders, which is super nice uh, to like know that I don't need to go as hard uh, with Iron Banner. I ended up playing a lot of trials over the weekend as well. Not a lot, not like didn't go super super hard. Uh, I basically like did four cards and played until you know I, I ran out of mercy. Um, and then stopped, and I was like, "All right, cool." And I wanted to get to rank ten. Uh, outside of that, uh, so then after that point, I just hit a seven card, and then just played until I got to rank ten, um, so I could get the the SMG and get a few rolls of that. I didn't get like what I wanted. Um, certainly didn't get an adept roll, uh, but obviously that's already made a a name for itself in the PvP community. It seems like. Um, so I did a little bit of that, and then I also. Um, finished the legendary campaign with my hunter, um, which is probably, to be honest, it's probably the most I've played hunter ever, <laughs> like continuously. Um, so it was fun to like make a couple of builds for hunter. Uh, again, I know I do play a lot of destiny, but I really do only play warlock for the most part. I, I'll run a raid here and there with a, another character, and that's like really it. Um, so it was fun to like, oh, wow, like, I really like this. I, by the time I was through it, um, I, I felt like I had a good grip on the hunter kit for solar and for strand. Solar was what I was using kind of 
outside of it uh because i really like uh like on your mark i think that's like a really fun buff to get and uh, get like super fast reload speed um and that was really fun like it, it was to the point where i was like i could see myself playing hunter more often um which is you know pretty wild for me i'd say yeah new, um, a new hunter main uh, has been has been unlocked <laughs> yeah no I, I wouldn't go that far but <laughs> it was cool to like get an appreciation i ended up using like i don't have like a lot of exotics and i certainly don't have any like good static exotics so mm-hmm. i was like what do i have they're all just on my characters because yeah, i don't want to put them is. in my vault yeah uh, so i ended up using a worm husk crown um just mm-hmm. to get some health back since it was legendary um but i will say like, PvP. Solo, <laughs> yeah and then i went to pvp <laughs> and i started jumping on people um the solo legendary experience i i had a fantastic time with mm-hmm. i know you know some people have i'm again not talking about the narrative uh that aside but just like the encounters it because it, i've been writing my like big review of lightfall that'll hopefully be out the, the week this comes out mm-hmm. uh, maybe not but we'll see um and I really just love the encounter design throughout that campaign. And that final boss fight like is, is probably my favorite non multiplayer activity boss fight in destiny. Like I just thought it was so fun. It's obviously hectic and booping is a big thing and grappling all around and all that, but it was just like so satisfying to like thread the needle, to be able to handle targets, to, like work down the tormentors mid fight while everything's going on. Like I, I just really, really loved that that fight solo mm-hmm. as much as I did um when we played it for the legendary campaign. Um so that was really fun. I, I'm glad to have that done. I I gotta get through Titan. I think I'll just play Titan on regular difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I ended up getting the Sertarachnus facade exotic i was kind of debating which hunter one to grab because I, I like the sound of the other one it sounds really fun um but um uh, i may never run a lost sector with my hunter so you know maybe i'll just never get it <laughs> yeah. um yeah. but that was cool you know i knocked the trial sent out knocked that out played a little bit of iron banner earlier today been mostly like again easing off the gas but i got to 1810 uh this week on my warlock uh so i've, I've got all my gear done um nice so now it's like the my plan is to just slowly go through the vault and infuse all my crafted weapons which is definitely going to be an ordeal um yeah but i i do want to do that uh at some point um and then i got my first two crafted seasonal weapons i got the the solar fusion rifle and i got the uh the auto rifle uh, crafted so I, i've been working on those uh and yeah. honestly that's really it i i haven't been able to do the um exotic mission on legendary yet i know we, you, you guys did you give it a try this week yeah so that's that was gonna be one of my uh, uh things i was gonna talk about was like feeling feeling that fatigue uh definitely uh was maybe set off a little bit by trying that mission with three people and i will say maybe mm-hmm. not to try that mission with three people because it did not feel like a very fun experience from the little we tried um but i but i will say i loaded back into it out of curiosity by myself uh legendary and it felt a little better um just yeah just like some of those enemies just felt like a little too tanky 
in a way that was mm-hmm. like not very fun to try and counteract while you're like trying to do this puzzle and there's like like four minotaurs you can just like even you're like popping their shields and they just like walk nonchalantly from the from the even from their shields being popped and they're just like punch you in the face and you're just like I, mm. I feel like I can't like you know counter these guys in meaningful ways other than like I have to be like suspending them all the time but there's so much void stuff too and it's just like yeah I just yeah, was not a, I, a fan of how that felt um, with three people at least but, yeah I I played it solo legendary. And I got to the boss, and I just couldn't beat the boss. Right. Uh, he just had so much health, and and I I just didn't know what to do strategically to to be able to handle it, just because those wyverns are extremely yeah. difficult to yeah, pretty to deal brutal. with in that fight. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. I'm defi- do you think they'll uh, definitely going to try patch it. it and make it easier? Um. I think that I think a pass on the difficulty of the game overall will happen. I just think it probably won't be till like next season if, if at best like unless you know they've been talking up a lot this you know we'll talk about it in this uh we talk about the crucible blog and you know there's been some other talk of it like the, they've been talking up like a mid-season patch here which i'm guessing is going to be like sometime in april that like is getting a mm. lot of a lot of things like a lot of changes are happening in it um so i would not be surprised if there's more to it than than we even realize but they because the, i think they said they are going to be talking about it um the week this episode goes up to like that that week bungie weekly blog will be some mid-season batch preview um cool so like who who knows if it'll be there but i kind of i'm kind of guessing at best it'll be next season the if if it does i feel like i feel like there will be some passing on some of the difficulty things they've done and some tuning of it right because it's you know, they're just taking in all the feedback now at this point and seeing the reactions from people like us, the hard, more hardcore people and the people who are like, you know, struggling to even just, you know, get a new exotic. Cause I think that's been a, a thing I really thought about. And it's like, it came up in like my clan particularly. Cause like a lot of people, my, my clan that I'm in is like a giant bomb clan. So they're, it's a very mixed group where there's pretty regular guys who have been like, you know, they're, they are the, the we, we've been playing destiny since destiny one alpha. And no, oh, remember this from this thing. Like they are, you know, they are very much like the hardcore, uh, destiny fans, but then there's kind of the other end of like, you know, they're like, you know, they are very much like older gamers and dads who like, you know, have like the, you know, not, not say the full on ego, full on stereotype of, of that, of that <laughs> meme. But like, you know, in that vein of like, you know, they can't dedicate their, you know, all their, all their free time to just this one, one game or want to do that. And of course they have like, you know, jobs and kids and a, a partner and all that stuff. So <clears throat> they, they kind of struggle with just like, you know, I, I have limited time to play this game and I can't even get like two exotics in this game that like just came out with this thing. Or like I have limited exotics because now I have this, impossible hurdle to like try and get into a, to a, a reasonable level to get to like 18, you know, the, the things are freaking 1830 at minimum. And I can barely get to a reasonable level to even go in there and attempt to just get a single exotic of any kind for anything. Right. Like that's, that seems like that's just going to be difficult for, you know, a, a new player. So I feel like that, that like clearly is like something that I don't think they want in the long term. So I think like they might keep those still like at a higher tier, but like maybe introduce a way, like I thought they said to like get exotics more throughout the game rather than just them being solely through 
law sectors. Yeah. Um, yeah, they said they wanted to move that away, but currently the only other way is this public event on Neomuna that will crash your game. Crash, uh, yeah, with, crash your game and shows up maybe like once every two hours. Like we don't even really know the time frame of it, it feels like. So, and that's, mm-hmm. that's still is just like, yeah, a big question mark. So I think, I think again, yeah, yeah just I think they will. Lower, I don't know if they'll lower the difficulty, but I think there'll be like tuning of a lot of stuff. I, that was one of the other things I remember they said, besides like all the crucible updates that are happening in the new season patch, like a bunch of they're like, like pretty buffing primary weapons was like a thing they tweeted out in PVE. Yes, this is like a big deal yeah. at this point. Yeah, like, like they're buffing. I've used this perpetualis auto rifle and does that feel any great? Right? 600 RPM <laughs> auto feel, rifle just feel. feels like a yeah, but, then, but then you but then you but then you like change to an smg and you feel like a god like it just yeah there's, yeah, exactly. defi- there's definitely some like adjustments to need to make for some of the some of the archetypes for sure like i still feel that way with like a lot of pulses where like pulses yeah. like i i was playing iron banner today as well and like i, I was using that battle scars that i really like and that feels really good in mm-hmm. pvp but then like you know yep. if i did not have that kinetic tremors perk in pve i know that thing would just not feel worthwhile to use because that connect yeah. tremors like really helps with like helps take up the damage of that and it just it, yeah those those weapons just need to be brought up and like in some ways i could see that like just like bringing up the damage of a lot of those things could alleviate some of the pain points that the difficulty spike that the game has received kind of um it, it could help that stuff for sure yeah but i would I not be so. i would not be surprised if they still like kind of adjust the power needed and like you know obviously you know this is all stuff that they're doing probably with the, the far future in mind of there not being a power level to really matter or worry about um so i'm sure there there's gonna be a lot of ch- adjustments uh to come yeah there's uh, definitely like just some weird feeling activities in the game now uh like yeah. i don't know if you run dares of eternity legend for the pinnacle every mm-hmm. week um, I usually do. I just like LFG a group on the the Destiny app just because it's like, a, I mean, in the past, it was a very breezy, like, you know, we're just going to like spam heavy and have a good time and, and right. get through this in about 15 minutes. Now, Dears of Eternity is like <laughs> absurdly <laughs> difficult. It's doing like a, doing a playing a, harder than Root of Nightmares. Yeah, it is. It is for <laughs> sure harder than Root of Nightmares. It's like doing a Master Nightfall with six people and half of them are dead all the time it looked like <laughs> just like it used to be like we're just stomping we're rolling whatever yeah, everyone's using galahorn and it doesn't matter and now it's like i'm the, seeing last guardian standing like four or five times every encounter and it's like yeah. super stressful and it takes way longer and getting the score higher is way harder right. um and <laughs> it just Jeez. doesn't it doesn't feel great you know like yeah i i i understand kind of the the ubiquity of the difficulty levels and stuff i just don't know like i don't think dares of eternity legend needed to be harder in harder any way. yeah this like yeah this um, like harder task to to complete this like this like year and a half old piece of content now at this point yeah Even that's supposed some, to be basically like the chill zone yeah <laughs> you know yeah for sure uh you you do get an ascendant chart every time you do dares on legend now, which is great. And okay. I think that's a great reward. And, yeah, and it, that's, like, that's definitely better in, in a history past where people were running like one legend dares every week. I think that would be a, a great thing to do to get ascendant shards. But now it's just like, 
not as fun, you know, it's just right. not as enjoyable an activity. Um, and you know, like I, I, I really like the hero nightfall. Um, and I like where that's at. I know you gave the, the nightfall on like, what was it? Master. Yeah. The, the uh, tear up that, that felt, that felt generally pretty. All right. To you. One thing I think is cool about okay. that. Um, I don't know if you did arm the arms dealer, this one this week, I don't know if you've, or if you've mm-hmm. done this week. I just did it on Hero, but I, I did do it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. It, did, it adds does it, it adds a tormentor on Hero too, right? Or no? No. Yeah, there's no yeah. tormentor. So I guess so. I guess that is that is the difference is on ma- on Master when you like get into that section with like the the elevator and you hit the switch, a tormentor like spawns in the center of that, and you gotta fight a tormentor, Whoa. which is cool because like it, that, that is cool. It was cool. Um, that's. At least I don't know if it'll you know it'll increase that that this that kind of stuff in on GM eventually, but yeah, um, that's what I'll say. Like we did we did here or we did the basically because we're, we're I wanted to start working on the getting to Guardian rank eight this week mm-hmm. and start checking some of those things off as we kind of get start moving deeper into the season. I we ended up doing that and um Matt yeah I think pretty sure it's a master nightfall for that. Or no, was, I think no. It's a legend. It was Legend Nightfall because it's Hero Legend then okay. Master. So we did we did a Legend Nightfall, which is eight to the eighteen thirty Nightfall, and that that generally felt fine. Um, it was it's it was cool starting to get you know seeing the like you know it's a new arms deal updated arms dealer, um, which I I like. I don't I see some people still giving like the updated revamp strikes a lot of a lot of beef but i've actually kind of enjoyed it because it was fun to like kind of have this like updated experience in there and like you know having that kind of puzzle puzzle work you do when you get it to when you get into those harder difficulties of like oh, okay you know oh yeah you can shoot you know those those annoying ass you know f- ships that you can't shoot the like the bigger threshers that like spawn enemies and have little guns like you can shoot those guns off those things we, we figured out and like it's you know, like you're learning the little strats to like kind of work around those things in the in the nightfall were really cool of like, okay, yeah, we can do this. And like, you know, we ended up having to, the only thing I didn't like is, you know, which again, I think will be another thing. They maybe, they maybe adjust as like, uh, you needed to get a hundred thirty K nights night, uh, point score as well mm-hmm. as like doing, completing it on legend and getting platinum rewards on legend or like the, the difficulty things in order to do that for this one, this week, we had to essentially farm one of the enemies in the encounter. Cause you can basically, oh, yeah. yeah, you can basically like there's the dudes that like spawn the little solar balls that you have to grab and like dunk. You can, when you kill one, you can pick up the orb and then drop it again. And it'll, it'll basically disappear over time. And that dude respawns in. So you can just, we just ended up having to spend a bunch of time in those between times, just murdering the dude over and over again to get our score high enough to then complete it. So I, mm. I, th- I think that's weird. It's like, I maybe, maybe it is this one of those things where maybe there is one particular nightfall each season. That's like, Oh yeah, this is the one you got to do to get that score. Cause it's going to be a thing all over again when you get up to, I think when you get into, I think once you're eight rank eight, and then you have to get to rank nine, I think you have to do a master nightfall. And I think you have to get like a 200 K score. I think is what I'm, what, what I saw if I remember correctly. Okay. But I also think, you know, I also heard people saying that you could do a master and that checked off the boxes of the legend one from what I heard, or at least the point ones, maybe. I didn't I don't know if they were what they're specifically referring to, but they said like they got credit 
for for those things, like doing them on different difficulties. I wonder if you can just kind of subvert it by just doing a GM when they come out later this season and then kind of check all those boxes. That would be kind of nice if that's if that's a possibility. For sure. We'll have to see whenever yeah. I think GMs are in a few weeks still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was something I did this week. And yeah, we gave up that legend, that legend mission a shot. And yeah, I just did not think it felt good. Whatever, whatever, like the, the difficulty mod- modifiers they've added to that on top of like the, the, the like the legend, difficult, legendary difficulty, like additional like things of like scaling to multiple players. They had just, just that just did not feel good at that tier compared to how they have, however they do it in the legendary campaign. Like I feel like the, the enemies were just like scaled up just a little too high in a way that like they felt beefier and just like, you know, things that you feel like you would stun them normally, even like on, on, and pretty much any difficulty that it previously was just as not anymore. And they'll just, they'll just run into your face in a non fun way. And like, it just kind of, it felt very, frustrating um and not fun yeah. to to any of us so we just kind of we just kind of tapped out and i'll probably try and just do that solo if i have time this weekend or coming up in this week or something um other than that i haven't you, um i haven't do? played any pve since the thursday patch i've only been playing iron banner since then so how are, how are mm-hmm. those threshers treating everybody um, I definitely noticed it because we did we did a hero night on that that legend nightfall run again after after that patch. I definitely noticed mm-hmm. like they are definitely not as hard hitting. I have not gone to like Neomuna. I felt like Neomuna was like the real place where those were like a really big factor of just being annoying when you're doing like a terminal yeah. overload. So I didn't really see it there. But even on even on like the legend difficulty, which is eighteen thirty, um, I was like. It was I wasn't like you know it wasn't like free god mode where they're just like I'm I'm gonna get hit by all of these and survive but like you know you it wasn't a thing where like I I got I got kind of hit by a stray one and I was able to at least like tank that one and it could it could still get away from the other ones where I feel like before if it's like you just got hit you just kind of get clipped by one you you just there you go you're done body goes flailing so it felt felt a little different but I'd have to play more activities to really see if it uh changed a lot but i have not also seen people being like this wasn't a change bungee like i wasn't seeing people getting too upset about it either so maybe it's maybe it's fine um but yeah but yeah other, other than that the I, I did a couple i did a couple ron runs this week with my clan um yeah just some, just some typical stuff i did get the raid exotic to drop Last night we had a triple threat. Very jealous. Triple threat. It was pretty cool. Like we we cleared it, and three out of the six of us got like a drop in all of it. And it was like, oh damn, pretty cool. Um, yeah, and I I admittedly have not used it too much. I just like we had that moment where you just you get it, and I equipped it, shot a couple of times, at, at sitting at the chests, and then went like, oh, pretty cool. All right, bye. All right, we're done. <laughs> and I've not really not really like ran around in an activity or anything like that with it, but it looks cool. It sounds yeah. cool. I like the the effects on I like it. The sound, yeah, looks 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 neat. Um, so I'll definitely mess around with it uh, for sure um, soon here. But yeah, that was that was cool. I, I continue to, to still enjoy that raid, um, regardless of the difficulty uh, discourse around it. I think it's I think it's fun and just like a cool vibe. I'm definitely curious. You know, again, they were we're not going to go too deep on all the stuff they talked about in the TWAB this week because it really wasn't that much. But um, they talked mm. about the the master mode. It, uh, Ron is dropping next week. 
uh, raid is dropping next week. I believe it's next week. Mm-hmm. And then the, like the challenge stuff will also be active as well. So you start being able to do like the extra challenges for chests and stuff, which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. The other, the other thing they said is, um, which I thought was really interesting is they were, they basically, basically said there's an interaction with, um, Nezarek that they're adjusting or in a patch where apparently he is when when you're when we're when you're doing damage and you're like just like chilling on a plate he's not just supposed to be kind of just like you know like kind of awkwardly like wandering around it and he's actually supposed to be coming after you so it seems like they're going to be fixing that I don't know if that was this week or if that was also in the mid-season patch or something uh, but I thought that was yeah. really interesting to hear just because that's like I feel like the first time I've heard like them like quote unquote like buffing a raid bus <laughs> yeah and so, uh, outside of riven in some way know. yeah um but, uh riven always getting like adjusted on what does damage to her yeah <laughs> basically right but yeah um, yeah curious yeah curious to see what that is like i wouldn't mind that like if it's like it's just, they didn't say they were really like they kind of also stated that like we're not we don't really generally make huge adjustments once it's live to content like that so like i don't expect them to suddenly be like here he's gonna have like 40 million more hp good luck <laughs> kind of moment like i don't think it's gonna be that kind of buff but it's just gonna like but if it's just gonna be a thing where it's like okay we can't just stand at a well on a single plate and just nuke them in like basically one phase then which are our clan my clan group and us with a div and five thunder lords are basically already doing and it's pretty nuts like i'd be cool if it's just like all right you know actually be moving around a little bit more and have to engage with the mechanics of like actually fighting him and stuff i'm totally cool with that as well because like it's that's a considering like the other part of the encounter which is pretty straightforward right of just like you know going to orb to orb and stuff like getting that down is pretty fast like we can we we're almost at basically at the point where we can just like skip the skip his wipe encounter. We're just like getting starting to get to that point where we're getting fast enough to do that. So having to engage the other part will be cool. I'm cool yeah. with that. Um, but other than- speaking of the uh, mm-hmm. the raid though, I I forgot I got to take some greenies uh, through the raid this week. Nice, yeah, that's right. Um, some some folks that had. Three three people that have not done it. Uh, one person had never raided in Destiny before, cool. um, which was very fun. It took us about three hours or so to get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, like, you know, I remember the first time I did Vault of Glass way back in the day in D1. That took me, like, six and a half hours. So I, <laughs> I would say yeah. some progress yeah. in approachability. Um, definitely hit the... You know, with some folks, they they don't necessarily have a DPS weapon. Yeah, um, just like oh so right, damage, yeah. yeah, damage was tough for uh, for Nezarek in particular, but we we managed to scrape by. Um, and yeah, I mean, they had a great time. Uh, I, yeah. I don't, I I you know, their take of of it was that you know not that it felt easier or anything, but it was all just. Uh, within the scope of what they could understand in Destiny, um, and I, yeah, I, I thought it was it was cool to see like some new folks uh, go through it and and just get that experience. It's always like a, a joy for me to, to take yeah. folks that haven't seen yeah. raid through it. See those, um, yeah, see some of the like the best stuff there is in the game for sure. That's cool. Glad, they, yeah. Glad they and said I, th- it. I think we got them hooked. Uh, yeah, taking them, taking them into garden me. next, baby. 
Yeah. Garden of Salvation. Gar- Garden's always number two. Yep. Garden's uh, always next, uh, next up. <laughs> start start uh, sinking those plates. <laughs> I could imagine. What yeah, start making those tires. To <laughs> <laughs> They'll never come back after that. I'm going to... I'm going to need you to tether, get the tether box ready. Yeah, get the tether uh, box. Please don't make me go back. Yeah. <laughs> One person the, did at the end the say, milk. I have a quest. I have a quest for divinity. Is there any way we can do that? And hey, don't, worry no, yeah, like, don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was, something. I was yeah, like, don't worry I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh, yeah, but uh, it was a good time. That's awesome. Um, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say I also did dabbled with some PvP this past week as well. I did a little bit of trials um, the past weekend, and then yeah, some Iron Banner as well. Trials. Um, honestly, that was that was my that was my weird takeaway. That was like this in particular for me. Like trials and somehow felt less sweatier than Iron Banner did for me this week. And I don't know if it's maybe that's whatever matchmaking differences they are. Like it's they, they're changing these matchmaking things so much. that I just, I honestly don't, I don't even like know yeah, at a time. Yeah. It's like, it's just so much. And I'm just like, ah, man, I, I, I don't care enough about the stuff to just give me my pinnacle and like a cool, like a okay ish gun. And I'm fine. I don't need to know what, what this crazy stuff is going on. Um, <clears throat> but you know, I got a couple roles that SMG, I do like it. Um, it does it definitely feel I could definitely even feel that the the strength of SMGs in general in the game. You definitely got that one. I'm just like, okay, yeah, okay, yes, this is really good. Yeah, it's really strong. Yeah. I got um my favorite role. I did get a rangefinder um kill clip one, which I'm happy with, even though like I don't know how much I'll use it in PV I mean I probably will use it in PvP even if they nerf it, but I'll have to mess with it a little bit. Um but but I was using my the other role I got because it's more also slightly more fun one in pve as well and that was perpetual motion and uh demolitionist and that's actually been really nice. fun um on my a lot of my strand uh builds on my characters are you know focused on having my grapples and melee and, and getting everything back so those like still working it working in tandem because of the, the the grapple being a grenade and stuff is pretty fun um yeah. combo so that's that's been that, fun uh, that one strand fragment plus demolitionist is like extremely potent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they, they get your grenade energy on damage. Yeah, it, it's super fun. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, trial, yeah, trials. That that was that was definitely I noticed that where it's just like I played through trials and it felt okay, and I didn't have. I had a bad time. I didn't bad time because I could you tell they like I know they did like, the matchmaking where it makes it so it doesn't do a like trios or people who are like in squads against others. I definitely noticed like, that was definitely not as bad. Um, and that yeah, was bad. I pretty much didn't see any of that, which was nice. I'm generally really impressed with the fire team base matchmaking as someone who like really leaned on freelance in the past. Like I, I do no. think that whatever they've got going on for that to, to kind of eliminate the freelance node, is working very well yeah. Uh, and yeah i had a pretty good experience in that regard with trials i had a lot of very sweaty trials <laughs> matches um but i had like a lot of really good ones where people were like not toxic and it was just yeah. like relatively the same skill on both sides and they were just really close matches that were really fun um to the point you know it's like a good match when everybody stays at the end to give accommodations that, yeah. that was basically my uh qualifier for that so yeah I, I ended up having some like genuinely fun 
close, intense matches. It was pretty sweaty at a point where I was like, okay, I'm good. I don't want to have any more sweaty fights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, Iron Banner has just been a, a clusterfuck. I, I, I wouldn't say it's like been super sweaty, but it, it's just been like either we're rolling them or they're rolling us. And Yeah, that's, and that's, that's, that's so that's kind of always Iron Banner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely hard to like parse that stuff, but it definitely just, I that's what it at least felt like to me. Like I felt like my like it was it wasn't that they were like super easy matches and trials it's just like it was similar to what you said like they just felt kind of it felt more lax Intense. it did not feel like they did not feel like they were people who were like being like a holes and like try hardy mm-hmm. about it they were just kind of we were just kind of playing and having a right time and like using using like fun guns and stuff and it wasn't just like some person that was clearly just like watched YouTube video X and is just gonna use this most broken thing and that's all I'm here for. Um, where yeah. like I went Iron Banner and that's almost what it like I feel like I was pretty much <laughs> always always that where it's just like I don't know what where like the sudden like hype on Wither, using Wither Horde all over again came from but oh, boy, yeah. that thing was everywhere and that was just like getting really annoying and just people using it in extremely cheesy ways and just you know yeah, like, like that there was, did like, happen to me there was, there was <laughs> a lot like I just I was getting that constantly and then like the the, the I figured I was gonna see a lot of like the solar firebolt things, those things I've yeah, those things were really annoying as well. Where you're just staying, you know, you're just you're just like sitting there, just not even doing anything, you can just see it, just like it just randomly flies out of nowhere, and you're just like and it's just blink, and it just kind of hits you, and just like some dude just like randomly threw that across the map, just like for no reason, and it's just, it just auto target something, and it's just I don't know, they just yeah, they just felt annoying to to fight against. Um, I, the I, worst is um, like in what's it Bannerfall, like the the Earth map that's like symmetrical with the two lanes and the the, the two doors. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. going through there, and then five firebolt grenades just thrown over the, the <laughs> yeah, they're just the hurled over team, the thing, and yeah. it just absolutely yep. kills the whole team yep. immediately. And I'm like, well, all right, this yeah. is a problem, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, it, and like and it like sucks because like I understand like you know they didn't want stasis all over again. But I was I was I've been predominantly using strand like in those in those matches because I just like using strand and like seeing the difference to those like insane tracking like grenades that they have this season for whatever reason to then but then use my you know hoping to, to see to use a threadling grenade and that be at all useful it just did not feel as useful as I was hoping it would and so those scenarios mm-hmm. where you like throw it. And they just like they come out and they're just like the slowest things ever. And you see people just kind of I'm watching people like not even like sprint away from it. They're just kind of like lightly walking backwards and they just like they can't even like keep up or like even hit them. And even if they do hit them, like, like you know, I could see I see a whole a, a full three from a strand grenade hit an enemy and they just like tank it entirely. You're just like, well, OK, well, that's you know. I get it. They track and that would be very annoying and some things but considering the, they have two you know, warlocks currently have two of those to easily track. I guess all classes can have them technically too because yeah, of the all classes. mod. But this is the thing where I think that the warlock has like a powered up one. Is that what it is? Yeah. But the aspects, they have the, so the that's probably, three bolts and the better yeah. tracking and the bigger radius. Right. So it's like, yeah. it's and then the, now they get two of them. So <laughs> yes. Trust me, yeah. I, that's what I've been using. Yeah. In <laughs> it's great. Oh yeah. I want to know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't. I was happy that I didn't run into it a lot in trials because I know. Yeah, for like I, I, didn't see, I didn't see it that much either. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a, that was a problem apparently, but uh, it wasn't too bad for me. Yeah. I, I saw like a lot of different builds in trials, which was pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, I definitely had a better time overall. But you know, I, I I do like that. You know, I have the I did not um, get too many. I have not been honestly going for too many of the the Iron Banner guns currently, but I do like that now they have all those armor sets back, and I've been definitely. Mm-hmm focusing a little piece a piece of each here and there um playing a little bit this week so that that's like a cool thing that i'll probably you know give me a reason to like you know when it does come up again in a week or two to like actually jump back and it's like all right i can get a couple cruise or cruple uh iron banner ingrams and throw those at getting those armor sets uh collected and stuff so i, I like that aspect of it um yeah. and also I'd like getting want- the getting the whatchamacallit like now we're getting like shaders and other things like dropping into the match is cool too i do like that i've been seeing a a decent amount of those and it's not just been like you know they're like super rare or anything it's just like no i got like a couple shaders and and, and each of the playlists now already and that's pretty cool yeah i would like to see whatever numbers they have for defiance engrams and how those drop and i know you can buff it with some of those unlocks i want to see that on all playlists yeah that would um, be pretty sick yeah. I, I i would just really think that's super nice yeah yeah just have have the engrams raining or like what i what i think would be cool is when they they have those double like the increased rep uh ranks have like increased increased like uh engram drops or something on top of yeah that or or like maybe have it so like this week it's like crucible booster but you have like increased engram drops in this playlist or something like i think that could be something they could do but i think it'd be kind of cool yeah i don't know if you <clears throat> ran into it but when i was playing trials trials engrams would drop for me but it's they go into your engrams inventory they do not go to saint like i think that they're supposed to and those ones you cannot focus uh like you could before uh because they're not on saint that sounds like a bug Um, then because i i have i didn't i didn't have that happen i just had the engrams on on saint for like leveling up or whatever yeah so i think that there is probably that fixing that and then maybe just throw on a ton of engrams on every playlist yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. they, they could maybe do that yeah it, w- it would be cool for sure um but i mean like it, w- it would be cool but i also think like they they need to solve the other thing which i've seen people slowly starting to come up as like man they are they found the secret whatever they finally think they've hit the secret sauce of like they are draining a lot of people's uh legendary shards and cores and things like that finally in a way that like is, is like okay-ish because like you know some of us are like long-time players and like i have a pretty healthy bank of them and i know like i can probably now that i'm also in that 18 tennis range i can kind of like stop and kind of start collecting up some of that stuff again um mm-hmm. generally but i still feel like yeah like that uh i think they like if if they want to keep that they i think they need to find better ways to like give more of those or more have more direct farms of like things like cores and other things that aren't just like, I don't know, log in every single day and do four bounties on the gunsmith. And that's like the best way to get cores right now. Or if you just have a stockpile of those matter weaves, sit in this cave for hours <laughs> and, and yeah. get this guy. Cause like, I know they added them to like, they added them to what the, uh, 
the law sector too, but like, I don't think any people barely want to farm that for an exotic right now. So like trying yeah. to, so getting like two legend or two, what is it? Um, enhancement cores for, you know, 10, 15 minutes trying to f- clear this like hard ass law sector. Now, like does not feel like a good way to do that. So I think they should f- find more stuff to like, give those away in as well. Would be, would be nice. I think. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I, I I've burned through glimmer faster. Like I've yeah. restocked my glimmer like four times since the expansion came out, which is wild. I yeah. I just never need that. But like with uh, updating crafted weapons and and everything, like yeah. it, it is just and that's that's the thing. That's actually a good point. Like I haven't even I haven't even like crafted anything really yet, and I'm still like kind of mm. burning through a lot of that stuff. So like I yeah add that on top of that and I'm probably going to be out even more stuff pretty soon here so yeah that's they need to they need to they need to figure that stuff out <laughs> yeah um but yeah that, that's that's mostly what I've been doing uh that's think that's pretty much what we've all been doing here in the game um but yeah I, I definitely mm-hmm. will say I've um once I think the season I think we're you know the, the week this will drop we're going to be in that final kind of week here of like the seasonal story um mm-hmm. because i think there's only like three or four things left in it from what from what I, if i remember it's like you know we only have a couple of things left yeah. so i think this will be the last week and maybe there'll be something at the very end very very end of the season but i don't think so just because this season in particular i think um guardian games goes till the end of the season like it's the last yeah. three weeks so i don't think we'll have like a end of season event but, but maybe it's still possible but yeah um, i think i think next week we'll kind of wrap it up and then they'll be we'll be soon on to the next season after that mm-hmm. um but let's let's um we, we, we we've been talking a lot about crucible um i think we can uh, kind of quickly go through some of the stuff that was in the blog here um, yeah, let's do that, and then we can uh, talk yeah, about the story. Then we'll talk about the, the, the stories. We'll leave the spoilers for folks to the end in case you know you don't want to. You haven't played it yet for some reason. Don't want to spoil. But it's, granted, Bungie has already tweeted out that cutscene. I think already. Like sometimes they do that. Like they like uh, they do it like a couple days after the reset. You know, so it's out there. Uh, what's happened? But yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but yeah, they did the Crucible blog this week. That they were, they talked up and be like, yeah, you know, we want, you know, you want to hear more about Crucible for Lightfall. There wasn't like, there was, there was updates to Crucible stuff in general at the start of the season. I start with Lightfall, but there wasn't like as much, I think, as people were expecting, but they did say that up front and we're like, hey, we're going to have a blog kind of detailing what's, what's, what's to come later in this mid season and as, as well as, you know, seasons and beyond. Um, so let's, let's get in here. I think I think a big a big thing here that the year they're basically like essentially kind of reverting a lot of the they did a lot of like playlist consolidation. I think it was honestly was it last season they did this or was it the season last season before this? They're literally kind of undoing that now at this point and have kind of gone back Mm -hmm. to like how season how the playlists are now or were prior to that where now control is just going to be its own playlist again. Um, that playlist will be converted into the iron banner playlist when it iron banner is up for that week. Um, so that's, that's something to keep in mind. And then clash, which, cause right now I think is like quick play. Um, that is going to go into a different rotator and there's now going to be two rotating weekly playlist like nodes. 
um, where one is going to be, I think it's Clash, Rift, and another mode, which are more zone just control. zone controls. Yeah. So, yeah, they're like more like, you know, objective based modes or just like more, you know, not not the standard control mode. There are going to be variants of that. And then there's going to be kind of like the more, I guess I would call it like the more casual uh silly modes like mayhem and momentum control. And I think scorched, I think those three will be their own playlist as well. Like they yeah. are now pretty much, but now they will be separated into those two, um, uh, mixing and rotating ones. Um, so that's going to happen not next season, but that's actually happening in the mid season patch as well. Uh, they stated, so that'll be later. That'll be like in a couple weeks, whenever that mid season patch it's, so yeah, I assume probably like April, second week of April. Yeah, I'm guessing like it'll probably be like mid April. I'm guessing it'll be like right before mid 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 late April because I think Guardian Games is like all of is like pretty much May. most of yeah. all of May. So it'll probably at least be before that, I would imagine. Um, so that's that's something that's happening, and I think they they talked about like you know I think the that that control playlist will not have will have a looser kind of skill-based matchmaking approach to it because I know people are very uh not a fan of that so I think they're they're trying to make a more like you know quote unquote chill vibes playlist for people who just want to you know sit in the sit in crucible and don't have to don't yeah. want to sweat every match they can kind of go in these kind of more chill playlists which that's fine that's that's there for those yeah. people want that yeah and the uh the party playlist will not have uh skill-based match it'll be connection-based match yeah it'll be connection-based matchmaking um as well so yeah that's that's all that's that's fine i'm that's the you know again i think that's again we are not the, the pvp uh folks over here so <laughs> we're not gonna have like the hot takes or be really upset we're just gonna be like okay yeah sure that's not okay that place then um uh, another cool thing that's, uh, you know, they thought they talked about like those are kind of the general things, but they talked more about the competitive uh, playlist and updates to that. Um, that is uh, getting a few things here in the midseason patch as well. Um, mainly that'll have there'll be a new emblem that looks pretty cool. And if you've seen that emblem is in that playlist, it's pretty cool. Looking. It's like a little competitive and has kind of the, the crucible, like a red kind of like arrows and it has a bunch of like guardians in it. Uh, very cool looking yeah. i think i think those are actually the iron lords now that i'm looking at it because i see like saint and fell winter and maybe that's what they're going for there or maybe that's something maybe they're just other general characters looks cool. yeah it looks cool like, nonetheless fell winter yeah fell, fell winter's there is, like, using stasis so i i don't think that's like canonically fell winter but i, I think yeah. it's just like the because like the hunter on the right has like celestial nighthawk yeah it's just, it's just uh, like i think, I think it's, it's just, just kind of showing off the subclasses and all that yeah yeah cool cool looking regardless um but that'll yeah, be that'll, i love the vibe yeah that'll be for like basically if you've hit ascendant three so if you're like kind of max max rank in um i think that's like basically the max rank uh you will get that uh, emblem there to like kind of show off um so that's pretty cool for people who want to chase that an extra thing to chase um but next season will be um there'll be a lot more stuff um to the start of season of the deep um so basically starting next season they're gonna rotate out 
the Rosie and can you can get now. There will be a new sniper rifle that you can get only from that play playlist and similar way to how Rose works now where you do like your you can do your three placements and get some drops of it and keep playing and try and get better drops. But that's gonna rotate out Rose, but they did say that like I think in a later season I think I guess I'm guessing they will probably add like some kind of competitive division focusing weapons. That would be my guess, like once they have a couple of those. But they said they said this will happen every other season. So basically it's not it's not the season after season of the deep, but the one after that, there'll be another new um com- uh competitive division weapon like that. So they're gonna basically swap them out every other season. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, that is cool. Yeah. Uh, another th- they also have another new um season twenty one ascendant emblem. So it's the, this one that's in there and that'll be there um, mid season will then be um, a new one to get at the start of season 21 to get to that ascendant rank. Um, and then there will also be a thing you can get, which um, this says this said, this is the first time they've done one of these where it is a trans man effect that um, that's like the fix that when you like, you know, when you spawned in or respawn, like a little like kind of graphic pops up. Those are what those are. I, I immediately forget mm-hmm. what those are. Sometimes that's why I'll explain them. So I totally get it. If you forget, like, what the heck are those trans effects? What? Um, I forget they're in the game sometimes. But <sighs> basically, basically is a thing where you, you know, it, it'll show like your 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 competitive division rank like when you spawn in and it'll change with whatever your rank is so like if you're like in gold rank it'll like flash like the like the the competitive division rank with like a gold thing and then it'll and then like it'll keep going up as you as you rank up and it'll kind of flash like the little graphics that go with those ranks um in here so that's pretty cool you know that's something and then you just you'll just get that by you know ranking up and completing stuff in the competitive divisions stuff you can earn just by playing that mode yeah, that's really cool. I, yeah. I they showed off like a video of like all the different ones that it can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cool. Definitely like a a cool move when you spawn in in Crucible and you see like the ascendant yeah. thing and the sparks come out. Like uh, it's definitely like a cool cosmetic to have. I think. Yeah, just more honorable stuff from that is always a good thing. You know, I'm sure people would like like more stuff like weapons and whatnot, but you know, at least they're. They're they're getting they're getting uh, they're getting uh, rewards uh, track started for that and I think that's good, a good place to start. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, so that that was kind of the big thing. Like you know, again, I they there's a lot of other stuff in this in this talk besides like these kind of like reward changes and like mode changes and things. Like there was like tons of graphs being like, here's how fire team matchmaking works. Like please please believe us, this is working properly. Like <laughs> stop being mad at us. Like because this, this matchmaking it actually works. And here's and here's how and here's all the stuff they like gave you. There's like tons and tons of graphs and little breakdowns in that. So like if you're really curious about that, I would go track that blog down. I'll link it in our youtube thing but we're not going to get too in depth with all of those here but just know you know there's a lot of a lot of uh matchmaking talk in that blog as well um that was that was i'm sure interesting to some folks um anyway uh we were talking about competitive vision sounds uh sounds uh fine and all um, but there's going to be some interesting updates to the, the Crucible play or Crucible. Well, Crucible technically in the Trials of Osiris game mode. There it is. Mm. Um, we're going to, yeah, it's going to be a bunch of interesting updates to Trials happening next season. Um, again, I think 
it falls into line with all this matchmaking stuff that kind of go over in that in that blog where they're kind of getting away from the the, the different pools of freelance queues and the, the normal queues they want to have just the one and, and it kind of you know it's more fire team based and it, it kind of sinks people up that way um this feels like another way another uh kind of thing to kind of uh, keep 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 the uh, the the solo players uh, safe, so to speak. Um, yeah. With a lot of these changes, and they sound they sound kind of neat. Um, I I think. Um, so basically, like the two big things are now in the, in the trials matchmaking uh, updates. There will be basically two pools now, where there'll be the challenger pool, which they describe as uh, this is where the most players who currently play trials on a week to week basis, and who want to go flawless will play. It represents an experience more like the original iteration of Trials in D1, without the focus on making games more difficult as the card progresses or after you've been flawless. So it seems like it'll just be a more general pool rather than mm-hmm. it's going, it's exactly going up like, oh, okay, these, these teams are both on like seven wins or whatever. Um, as pool match is based solely on connection, there is no matchmaking based on tickets, wins on tickets or weekly wins or skills. So it's basically just, it's just, it just goes. So you could be somebody who's just gone into your first trials match in this challenger pool, or you could, and you could be, or you could be on your seventh win and just, just go at it. It could be either or. Um, but on the other end of that, besides the challenger pool, there will be the practice pool. This pool is targeted at new or less experienced players who are not ready to go, to give going flawless a shot and represents a place for them to dip their toes into trials without being thrown straight into the deep end. This pool matches based on connection and weekly performance, how well you've done in trials this week, and resets every week. Only players with a flawed card or those in their first game of the week can play in this pool. Everyone in your fire team must have a flawed card or be on their first game of the week. So there you go. Um, this pool has stomp protection. If you are consistently struggling, it will reduce your weekly performance rating to give you slightly easier matches until you recover. So that means if you're just getting silly clapped, you'll be kind of helped out and kind of thrown into this pool, so to speak. Um, and there's also farming protection. The system detects that you or a fire team member are likely attempting to farm the practice pool. It will slow down your matchmaking times initially. And if you continue, it will lock you into challenger pool for the remainder of the weekend, regardless of your card state. So that's a very interesting thing. Yeah. So I guess it's just, you know, I guess if you're, you know, I guess I'm trying to think of how you would game that under this new system um, that they're going for. Cause it's not a thing where you want to reset your card a bunch before you get your seven wins to stay out of the flawless pool. Like, yeah, um, but people would reset their cards after a single win for sure, just to keep just going to keep, into this pool just to and keep going. people. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> so. for for sure. And like, I'm wondering if there's, I'm just wondering if there's a way to like, if you keep your if you keep your card flawed, and like, can people like, you know, I guess it, it would be a lot more work, but there, I feel like there would be ways where like, I have a team of three and you all have flawed cards and then you just kind of lose for a while and then you can just go in there and stomp. But ultimately it would just put you back in this, put you back in that pool regardless. So like you wouldn't really be getting much, I guess, I guess ultimately. Um, Cause yeah, I am curious. Um, what is this? Uh, what, how this will go, but I, I don't, I don't think it, it, it sounds relatively good on paper at least. 
Um, we'll just have to see how it's implemented for sure, right? And then they'll make tweaks and stuff. Yeah. Um, they say, as always, we'll be playing alongside you in both pools and monitoring feedback on the new matchmaking system as the season progresses. We intend to push it live full time in season 21. Okay, so actually, never mind. It will be this season where they do this. Oh, no, no this is, you know, are they, I guess they're going to try it out in the season and then see how it goes and then do it. I mean, that's what it is. It says later in season in 20, 20, we will have, have a more, more in-depth discussion about trials, trials including, including additional changes yeah, that are coming yeah. to the game in season 21. As a preview, we'll be looking at update to passages, the wealth uh, passage, uh, reward extra trials rank on every win. The amount of reward increases as your major rank increases. That sounds pretty good. Basically, yeah. basically the like farm rewards uh, passage. Uh, Mercy is then will now forgive two losses if you have not been flawless for the week. First, the old behavior uh, of forgiving a single loss you tr- uh, once you go flawless. That's pretty huge. Cool. Huge. So get an extra. Get an extra loss on that card. Yeah, that could be. That could be a, a big difference for sure. There used to be a card. I I don't remember it exactly, but in D one there was like a card where if you, it might have been the mercy card. If you got like a a certain amount of wins in a row, you would like get your mercy back. Um, mm. So this seems to be kind of taking after that. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is great. The like three strikes you're out in the in the pool and you can just keep trying until you go f- your first flawless that weekend. I, I just think that's super great. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely opens opens it up for a lot of people for sure, which is always good, which I think is always a cool thing. Um what else the other thing they said there'll be a there'll be a new flawless emblem. Um rewarded for glowing going flawless without ever trailing in your wins. So that that'll be interesting. That means just basically if you go seven seven and zero, oh, like yeah, you could get something more. You could get but something. also like never go down in rounds, basically. Yeah, yeah, that could That's be pretty tough. Cra- that could be pretty crazy. Experiment changing the main trials game mode to be zone capture elimination, which has been uh, renamed to Dominion. So there's like a basically like a bigger uh, shift in using trials not just being the three three v3 elimination so that could be interesting um yeah i wonder because i i don't know about that being the main mode i wonder we haven't had like a zone trials since the bubble changes yet so we gotta see how that looks yeah i think that's true and then and then go from there that's true but yeah I'm, I'm i'm open to it just from the idea of like uh having a different mode for a different time like you know sim- i look at it as like you know we have trials way more than we have Iron Banner. Mm-hmm. So just having one weekend where it's like, oh, yeah, just have it have this mode this weekend, because why not? Um, could be could be all right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, but that's that's those are like the main things uh, overall for that. Um, but yeah, yeah these, these sound pretty cool um, overall, you know, clearly, clearly still. um they like trials and clearly I think trials is still kind of the most, I feel like it's still like the most popular kind of thing about PVP generally overall. So, uh, so clearly it seems like a lot of the, the more interesting changes were there in my opinion, but you know, yeah, clearly they, you know, again, I know it's, it's a harp on, you know, crucible, crucible doesn't get enough love, but here's you know a pretty big blog post about, you know, things they want to do. And of course we always, we obviously know like, each season now, like, you know, it's the next season, you know, you're getting a whole update to the competitive division and these trials changes 
and you know a new weapon in competitive division a new map a new yeah. and then another thing we're getting to here is like another game mode as well so like i don't know we're i think you're starting to get up there with like you know crucible crucible's getting a lot of updates meanwhile gambit is gambit gambit is still not gonna be talked about for quite some time probably <laughs> Um, I also reset my gambit rank last weekend, so that's yeesh. probably why I'm burned out. Yeah, that's that's a <laughs> lot. Of, that's a, that's a lot of gambit right now. Jesus Christ, wild and over uh, here. Um, uh, Killed a dredging <laughs> times three, baby. Let's go. Oh, gross. <laughs> Oof. I know. I know. <laughs> it just kind of happened, man. Right? <laughs> Good. So just a haze, and all of a sudden, the drifter showed up, and he's like, "Hey, brother." Get some moats. I got a reward for you. <laughs> Jeez. Um, all right. Well, um, other than that, um, they did they did uh, talk about some other modes. They're returning across the Crucible uh, landscape. Mainly, it's Countdown is mm. soon. I actually Search think destroy. So it'll actually, I think, be going up the this this next week. It'll be week five. Uh, for it, it'll go in Crucible Labs. So it'll be Crucible Labs first this season. I'm guessing you. Know, It'll probably go into one of the, like the the rotators the following season, maybe I would guess. Yeah. Um, but there's like multiple variants of that of itself because there's the classic one, which was like they said is like that was like apparently the trials of the nine mode originally was like diffusing mm-hmm. bombs and stuff. Yep, I I played that. Yeah, I was it gonna was, say uh, I, I probably did as well, but I honestly do not remember it at all. Yeah, it was wild times back then. Four v four trials with everyone double primary team shooting everyone it was yeah. not a fun time <laughs> yeah yeah kind of a mess for sure um but then there's yeah there's two other variants just countdown respawns that means you'll just be like respawning it and then rush which i think rush was the one where you they said it has essentially it's like multi-bomb and you have to like be the team that like uh, diffuses a bunch of the bombs in the, in the in the area um so that's cool so yeah, so basically starting this, I think yeah, it'll be the starting this week. The episode goes up. It'll be it's countdown classic in the Crucible Labs, and then I think the weeks after will be those other variants. Yeah, yeah. countdown respawn sounds super fun. Uh, everyone yeah. gets one token. Um, it's kind of like search and dest- countdown is search and destroy for folks who have played Call of Duty. Yeah, um, super fun mode. I actually search and destroy is probably like my favorite mode in Call of Duty back in the day. Mm. Outside of obviously just team deathmatch like i they did other stuff like gun game was okay and kill confirmed is fine they, they used to have a kill confirmed mode in destiny as well which was a very where people would drop engrams and you had to right pick you have to pick them up and then still yeah i remember uh, that. I, I i bet they'll probably bring that back with this like uh rate of bringing back old uh yeah. game modes yeah definitely uh, have the vibe as well but yeah countdown respawn sounds like a super fun take on that mode uh, and they usually go pretty quick. It's like one one minute thirty rounds, kind of like trials. So, uh, yeah, I, I like Countdown. I'm I'm excited to see it come back with like the new era of Destiny that we are in. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely curious to see it. Um, what what people think about it who are more crucible minded. Um, then the last thing they they talked about, they talked about a new mode that they're going to do in the future, which is called Checkmate. Um, but let's see, basically, uh, Checkmate is a new set of game rules that intends to create a slower-paced experience. Players have more opportunity to react to encounters where power spikes are earned rather than guaranteed. Uh, this includes changes to how special ammo is acquired, ability recharge rates, weapon time to kill, 
and other player health settings. This mode is a significant shift from our core experience, so we're currently targeting the Season 22 timeframe to make sure we have time to tune the many interacting systems. So that'll basically be um, Season After, Season of the Deep. Well, though that'll show up probably, that'll probably be like in their Crucible Labs uh, kind of thing, what would be my guess. Um, yeah. Excitingly, Chickmate is built as a modifier like we use in Nightfalls and can be easily applied to multiple standard modes to give us maximum flex- flexibility going forward. As we get close to the final shape, we hope to convert some of our other modes of momentum and momentum into modifiers too. That's uh, that's pretty cool. You know what that's yeah. you know what that sounds like to me for the future of the Crucible custom game modes. Yeah, that's real. That does sound like that. That's uh, that's like at least this is like or it's the, the the how they pave the road to that stuff where they make the modifiers that they can they can kind of throw onto things and then they can go hey load into this custom game mode and make your own make your own tweaks and things to this game mode and then try them out and get invite people in and whatever I could see that coming post yeah. final shape because as I said this wouldn't be till later in that but yeah. Crucible. Yeah, I'm curious. Like they still didn't explain what checkmate is, so I, I just really want to know. Yeah, what it yeah. Is. They, they, they didn't get into specifics, right? But it does. It did say. I think. I think it sounded just more like you know, destiny. It feels like you know, you know. There's there's very since they said time to kill. It's like I think they're looking more at like you know. I think weapons might take a little longer to kill, or might be faster to kill than what they are currently in like the standard of what you'd expect from destiny. And it sounds like it's more not just like a, it sounds also like, you know, you might not just have like your abilities recharging very easily all the time. It might, you might not need to do something to get them back, like get kills or do things to earn them or, you know, earn earning, earning ammo and not, then not just being like a random drop on the map somewhere. It's, I think that's maybe what they're going to go for. At least it's yeah. the vibe where it'll not be like a, you have to like earn your kills and play a little more strategically rather than just, you know, go, go wild. Yeah. Um, it's, it seems like it. I I'm curious to see how it works out, but yeah. yeah. Thinking about it now. Also, I'm just sitting here thinking like, man, it'd be really cool if there was a gun game mode in destiny where you like yeah. played with 20 different exotics, basically. Yeah. I, I would like that a lot too. Some That'd be super of- fun. Yeah, some kind of gun game or like crazy mode like that where, yeah, you just you get a kill and it just swaps you to some random weapon. Yeah, I would like that a lot as That'd well. That'd be cool. Um, get, they'll get there maybe one day. Um, but yeah, you know, Crucible is a thing. I I still am not, you know, they're they're trying <laughs> they're trying more and more. And I, and I you know, they, you know, I can't you can't say that. I feel like you can't be that hard anymore. I know there will always be people who want more, more, more. So like you can't really ever please them in some regards but like you know considering they you know it it seems like you know they have a pretty strong foundation of stuff moving forward every season now where it sounds like you know you you can expect game modes and maps literally every season up till final shape now which i think is more than there's ever been before right so i think there's that on top of now also like more more things in the competitive playlist like the one the only the one thing i would call out that i would have liked to have heard as well as like armor sets and other like things in that realm because they didn't really talk about that at all like I, the, like is 
like it'd be kind of cool if there are a bunch of trials updates next week if there was also a new armor set to go get in trials would be cool or yeah. just the the general playlist because that's one thing that i think was maybe overlooked was you know blast beyond light and witch queen they did like new playlist you know armor sets for all three playlists and they didn't do it for lightfall for whatever reason um i'm not sure i'm not sure why and they never really said why or why not they didn't really do that um and i get and like granted they did do a bunch of the focusing stuff so you can go get like older stuff but like that's that's still just like eh, still it's like you know a new set um to go get so maybe who knows maybe we'll see something like that in next season but you know curious curious about that stuff yeah and yeah, it's 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 a lot of crucible stuff, but you know, I don't think they'll ever hit that taking king pace that they ever had yeah. before. But boy, I love the idea of a destiny map pack, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Let's go old school with this. Old Just, school map pack. Like if it wasn't confusing to buy destiny expansions and things enough, let's add some map packs in there, yeah, baby. Exactly. Dungeon key and map packs. Dungeon right keys next to and map, map packs <laughs> next to next to getting the legacy pack that is just um, dreaming, dreaming city, city and- weapons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's awesome. All kinds of weird stuff, but yeah, who knows, who knows what the, who knows, you know, where, where, where that'll go, you know, but, but it seems like they're trying, you know, they're, they're yeah. getting more stuff. You know, they're bringing maps back. They're making a new map, you know, a lot of effort is being put in. There's, objectively. there's, there's more, <laughs> definitely more effort than there's ever been. Yeah. So, you know, you'll just have to make do, make do or, you know, deal with it. People who are, who, who they're out there going like, this wasn't enough, like, and whatever, man, like, you know, just, yeah, you know, I know those, those people maybe, will never be happy. Those though, people will know? never be happy or and maybe, and maybe it's just time to realize like, maybe you should not play destiny solely as a PVP game. Cause that's just not, it's not built like that. Just like, yeah. just like, you know, I would, there's still a lot of things I love about the PvP, PvE aspects, but you know, the game is the P, a lot of the PvE is still made in, with PvP in mind in this game, even though like they have gotten better about like balancing them a little bit more separately. Like there, there's still a lot of stuff that's like done with PvP in mind that kind of makes the PvE experience less fun in Destiny. And it's always yeah. kind of a bummer when that does happen for people like us who are more PvE minded. So, you know, we, we got to deal with each other at the end exactly. of the day. So it's like we're stuck with each other. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, cru- cruise updates. Uh, that, that's all we got. Um, let's talk about the big story event that happened this week. Um, mm-hmm. So spoilers for folks, you know, if you hadn't played it yet, this is your, this is your hop off point. If you, if you yeah. don't want to be spoiled by story stuff happens this week, if you haven't logged into Twitter, this if you week. haven't logged into Twitter somehow, <laughs> you know, just, yeah, <laughs> too bad. That's, you know, it's all well. Um, but yeah, we had the fourth week of the, the story, the seasonal story this week and big moments happened um, for sure. So basically it, it started off with, you getting a basically sort of a distress call from Mithrax and Amanda. They went into this. They went to go do a mission, and they they kind of called you in because they they you know they, they think it's a trap of some kind, and they need some backup. Um, and then you then you get there and you know you, you start playing through. You know you it's on the EDZ and you start playing through 
the tunnel that like you go through those tunnels in the EDC, which you haven't been in. If you played year one Destiny 2, you've probably not been in since the, since then. Since the Red War. Since yeah. the Red War campaign. And you play through that whole section. It's a pretty, it's a pretty fun mission, like pretty simple, but you know, it was cool. Yeah. Kind of going back to that little area. Uh, they, they make the really silly conceit of like, you need to, you need to go in quiet. They can't know you're here. So don't get on your sparrow. And it's like, okay, I get it. They don't want you <laughs> zoom, zoom in through this whole thing or whatever being done in like five minutes. Um, but yeah, yeah, you go through that. Um, you have like a big kind of climactic battle with a tormentor at the end, which is cool. Um, you get to one V one a tormentor and then, uh, you get a, you get a cutscene um, where they free some prisoners. Mithrax helps some prisoners escape. Amanda's, uh, uh breaks open a thing and kind of, Holds hot, whole, wires hot, a hot wires a door so they can they can he can escape with prisoners. Um, Aramis is on the the radio warning them like you know they shouldn't have came here doing all this, doing all the stuff, and then the base explodes with Amanda Holiday inside it. First character death we've had in a long long, long time. time. Uh, I mean we had Rasputin last season to be yeah, fair. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely like a, oh like it uh, definitely I, I feel like it I feel like we we had kind of saw the little kind of pieces throughout the season, you know like I know we I think we made one of the even our like stream we did uh, for Lightfall we made the joke of like wait why does Rahul have all of Amanda Holiday's stuff oh yeah <laughs> yeah always a grim warning <laughs> yeah so you know I kind of. The writing was on the wall a little bit, but it definitely was like kind of like oh, all, it was. It felt pretty all pretty all of a sudden in that moment. So maybe it was just kind of how the scene the scene went down. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought it would have you know, maybe been like a little bit more of a heroic uh, entryway, but I think but I think it also, in, in fairness, like even though it wasn't like you know, it didn't need to be this heroic action movie moment. Like it still like was a cool sh- moment to like kind of again see that. The kind of the whole theme of the season is seeing kind of the the human element of this whole war and impact of like all of this stuff, crazy, insane space, you know, stuff going on and us going into alternate dimensions and fighting aliens and space monsters with these like two humans who are just like, I don't know, man, we're just gonna we're just here, yeah. just kind of <laughs> trying to my partner's over here, man. I'm just, I'm just in this, I'm a, I just hide in this watchtower, like never live <laughs> audio lines and Amanda just being like, what are you guys even talking about? What is this? This stuff gets weirder every time. Like, you know, like it shows yeah. that I think they did a good job of like showing those kind of differences more directly in game, which was, I thought was, was, was nice. Um, but yeah, yeah. W- but, but yeah, what did, what did you think of the, the, the whole, the whole, uh, Amanda's death, uh, scene and all of that stuff? Yeah, it was very dramatic. It was cool. Like, you know, we don't get, I know, obviously, like, the big moment with Rasputin, it was so built up, right, that it's, it's I guess, hard for me to register. And also, Rasputin's died, like, three times. <laughs> uh, he's definitely dead for real now. But, yeah, uh, yeah. They put him in a body just to kill him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Super that's messed the, up. That, that's serious. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things, too, where, like, because uh, of, you know, Lance Reddick passing and, and like, there's a moment after with Savala. It's very heart-wrenching. Um, but people have been passing around that uh, video from like the one of the Destiny 2 launch trailers uh, like CG trailer it shows like Zavala's history right and and him meeting the Iron Lords which is just like 
heart wrenching on a whole another yeah, level yeah, now. Another level now. Yeah, yeah. But because of the flashback scene we got, I think what two weeks ago with Amanda, I realize now at the end the little girl with the red scarf that comes up to him is young Amanda Holiday. Holiday. Yeah, that was her. And yeah. I was like, oh, For that's good connection. Like, so, yeah, it was like such a cool like little thing that now like when they did the, the her backstory cutscene yeah. that why she looked like that and, and why it was like such an iconic appearance. Um, so so like that, I think, hit me as well. Just a little bit yeah. of like, oh, like she really has been here from the beginning. She's a big part of the uh, the Taken King campaign. Yeah, because uh, like that's like her and Cade basically setting up the, the thing to get you on the dreadnought. Um, and that's you know, kind of like the first time she really had a, a lot of stuff going on ever in yeah, Destiny. Yeah. So <laughs> she's definitely an OG character that I, I really like. I know she's kind of the butt of a lot of jokes of like, why why are we getting so much holiday when there are other characters in this universe? Yeah. Um, but like you said, I, I think Amanda is like kind of what I feel like they wanted Soraya Hawthorne to be, right? She is the human element yeah. uh, to the squad uh, and, and where Hawthorne kind of like they just didn't really do anything with her after the Red War. They did keep doing stuff with Amanda, and she's a great character. So it is definitely like heart wrenching to see like she is now like the second character as part of this war that we've lost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not like in the the crowd of people that think that this was a stupid thing to happen. Um, you know, at some people, at some point, people are going to die. They definitely set it up. Yeah. I think she's she's had a great arc in the. In the story, I'm curious how it's going to have an effect on Crow. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Crow's, Crow's like, we need vengeance. Yeah, we need to get vengeance. Yeah, he gives uh, you a serious staunch. He's, he's going back to some of his old ways kind of moment mm-hmm. there towards the end. So I, I think that'll probably be what we wrap the the season up with next week a little bit. I'd be curious if we'll, that's what those kind of last little bits will be is like going mm-hmm. on some mission with him and him him having like some some reconciliation with his, his old crow ways or maybe the other way around where he just kind of embraces it a little bit like maybe in not not so great way i guess we'll see yeah where that goes um i want to i want to get your thing because I, I definitely saw this of course you know with the, the weird the weird way death works in the world of destiny of these things that can bring people back to life do you think they're 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 going to bring her back as a guardian Hmm. I think like the only way that they could get away with that, I don't think so generally, uh, but the only way I could see them getting away with that is like in the final moments of the final shape, like if like, and we'll, we'll talk about our speculation a little bit in just a few moments, but like if, uh, yeah, you know, part I think, of, I think where you're going, I, th- I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if like part of that campaign is like, reviving the traveler which i assume it will be or doing what undoing whatever the witness did to it presumably by going in its hoo-ha or whatever uh <laughs> apologies for the phrasing uh, like, but at least, at least you didn't say trivussy which like, yeah i, I didn't go that far <laughs> bring the bond dussy back uh, um we had to bring it up at some yeah, point yeah, uh, yeah. yep if if like there's like this moment where like the traveler like explodes with light and resurrects like all the characters that we've seen all at the same time for like a final climactic battle Avenger style like that's like the only way I could see it and I don't necessarily see them doing that at all yeah. uh, but right. I I I you know I like. I like setting the stage of like, well, people that die now are dead, dead because the traveler is for all intents and purposes dead. And is, is certainly isn't producing new ghosts, but 
I know that, you know, there are probably some ghosts still left out there. So it, I don't know if they can resurrect people still. We, we still have a lot yeah, of questions yeah. in that regard. That, that was, um, that was, that was, I, I have the similar feelings of like, I have a similar spot of like, we don't really know where, where the traveler stands right now because it has the, the, the weird portal in it and characters in the game are referencing, referencing it being dead and like mm-hmm. the connection, like the ghosts don't feel the connection with them. And like, you have that little scene with Zaval and Korra after the end moments of Lightfall being like, they think it's like, they're calling the traveler dead essentially. And like, what does that actually mean? The traveler being dead. We don't really even know like how do how do we all we'll still have our pow- like powers? Like they really didn't really put contextualize that even though like the there's dead, we still have our light powers somehow. So does that mean like the ghosts just are conduits enough to, cold all the light or can they still revive people i guess they can because they revive us you know i guess you know they have to be loose with it because from a gameplay perspective you know they can't just have us for years now just having everything just wipe us everything yeah. that murders us just being an have to go through all respawn thing right but like i i don't know i don't i you know again look again there's yeah there's still a lot of those questions that they've clearly left open like what all this actually means um so yeah, I, like it's still like so many question marks for better or worse. <laughs> when every now and yeah. it's just like, I don't really know what what if I don't think that could be a thing yeah. or not because just everything is so open. I mean, I've I have speculated that every major character will die and be resurrected. Traveler, <laughs> like I've said, Mithrax will die and be resurrected. I've said Ido will, yeah. Kaido will. Like I I will I will put a fucking ghost bet on every character in the game uh but amanda <laughs> holiday is unfortunately not one of them i i really i think like they've made it pretty clear that she's she's dead uh and also you gotta like we take the moment to recognize that if she was resurrected she would be a new character right i don't yeah. think they would do also yeah like they would do what they were doing with crow because it's way 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 more interesting to do that than versus like holidays back <laughs> you yeah, know like she is yeah she's back now she can just go stand in the tower again and exactly. sell sparrows yeah exactly yeah, yeah. no no one wants that like that's way less interesting and and that does a disservice to her character if yeah. she came back with a new name and had a different personality uh that would be really cool and i would be yeah. so okay with that for sure especially if like her and crow don't get along all of a sudden and and now there's like an interesting thing there and and now he is like going through what mara went through with him and he's gaining empathy like there's definitely a cool story to tell there yeah i don't necessarily think that they're gonna do that because they i think they have all the characters that they need yeah. for the final show that, that, that might be something to yeah again like like you said like that could come back post post light post final shape Mm-hmm. in a world where like yeah all of a sudden it's like yeah whatever maybe in the final spurts of maybe a bunch of people are gonna die this like th- over the course of this year leading up to final shape but then like in the final shape but they it'll be some moment where they can they have like oh, oh it's like yeah your end game where everyone everyone comes back but you know in the guardian sense that like they don't know who they are and they're mm-hmm. just then but they're back in this world and then you're revisiting all these characters who have been basically reset into potentially completely different characters or completely different paths and stuff because of that, that could be cool too. that could that, be like a very that, interesting direction they could go with for sure that, that sets the the world up in a really cool way for future storytelling yeah of like oh now you're gonna like now it makes sense to add a new race as like a selectable character and a new class like that's like a fallen class or a cabal class and like yeah. 
slowly it's like okay what is arc solar and void look like on a fallen and like a splicer yeah. class or something like that like yeah they, there's tons of crazy stuff they could do and yeah uh, in a post final shape world and and that is like part of it that i think i would be super into so yeah yeah for sure um but yeah i yeah i think you know yeah it was, it was it, yeah definitely it was definitely a much more overall her her death was definitely a much more powerful moment because of the the passing of Lance Reddick, unfortunately, the week the week before all this, yeah, um, definitely definitely pretty crazy how the how the world can can kind of just uh, change very rapidly like that, you know, within a few days time. Um, but yes, yeah, yeah, seeing that moment for sure was definitely like, oh, yeah, this is a lot. Yeah, it's um, heavy. Heavy seeing you know Zavala kneel down in front of a yeah you know, deathbed. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, interesting, interesting time for the, the story of destiny for sure with all this stuff going on. Um, yeah, we'll have one more week here. Um, a couple more, a couple more things to see. We'll, we'll have to see where, where that goes. Um, and again, I think, I don't think it'll be anything too crazy. I think it'll just kind of leave us in a little interesting, like an interesting note. Usually what it always does for the end of a season. And I think, I'm going to kind of guess that like whatever next season is, will be kind of more the kind of start of like whatever the buildup is to go season over season, so to speak. Um, yeah. I think that'll be a bigger, a bigger drop, so to speak. Cause it's, that's kind of had what it's been in more recent years to be fair. Cause I think that's usually how it's been going where we get a yeah. lot more stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it, looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, I, I think it's, I think it's time. We, we talked a little bit here about some, some theories of where things are going. Um, so I think it's time to, uh, throw out some, throw some, some theories here. We already threw out some, some final shape moments here, but where do we think, um, we might go next season? I think there's a pretty big, I think there's like two, I think there's two pathways, at least in my mind, they could go. And I think it's almost like in some ways 50, 50 where the season can go just cause oh, and that's, you know, off the stuff we have in the season, um, you know, we've learned from the exotic missions and other things like that. Uh, but I want to know where, where you think we're going and what's, what's, what's going to happen next season or in like future seasons that we're about to get into after sure. defiance. I, I, I've been thinking about it a lot and I, I think the, the most assured way for me is like to work, backward right like i think the final shape whatever it is right we're we're going in that hoo-ha yeah, <laughs> like the yeah, yeah the traveler portal the goal is to get in there and i think that's the expansion yeah and the cool thing is like i'm hoping the destination is inside the traveler or in this extra dimensional sense of whatever it is yeah whatever and it, it is it, yeah it could be wild like that's the yeah, cool thing yeah like, we really don't we really don't know what it could be really the, the if, maybe the raid could be a little bit of an, an indication with all the crazy traveler light growth but like I, mm -hmm. I feel like it could be a lot of other stuff too yeah if it's like truly an alternate dimension like you know not to i'm probably gonna bring up n walker in front of nc14 quite a few times here uh just because it's it's my other point of reference for this sure um but like I really love the last destination that you go to in Endwalker. It is this kind of impossible to explain destination <laughs> at the like very end of reality. 
Um, very Final Fantasy, Final Destination for sure. Cool. Uh, and I, you know, when you're going into presumably some kind of alternate dimension, uh, is where this portal leads. Uh, like the all bets are off. Like it, it can be a totally inorganic or totally organic world, universe, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely like the idea of like going to the garden of the garden and the Winnower, yeah. gardener and Winnower. Uh, and that being like kind of this plane above existence and reality. Uh, so like working backwards, right? That's probably what the final shape is, or, or at least the destination for yeah. final shape. Yeah, like, I'm with you. We're following the witness Going into into this. Um, and, and please, God, bring on a new enemy race when we go in there. There's like <laughs> truly no better destination to have one than yeah, an alternate dimension. An alternate dimension with new stuff, yeah, that we've never seen before, yeah. Um, so working backwards from there, I would say like the season before that is how do we get in? So I'm thinking it's either, it's like we have to change ourselves in in some way, or we have to build a ship and building a ship is usually like the, the thing to get you there, right? Like that we have to create a thing. So I'm thinking season 22 is going to be building some kind of craft or vessel that can get into there so then working backwards from that uh i would bet that season 21 is going to be the sabathun season whatever's going on with sabathun and then going backwards from that is season of deep and i think titan is probably where that's going to be um Mm -hmm. that's like one of those two kind of 50 50 destinations that they're laying out in the lore as far as where things could go and i feel like titan makes the most sense uh, and it would be it, it makes sense for deep right Titan yeah. is like this big yeah. ocean planet uh, yeah, for sure. so that's that is where I'm thinking okay yeah I'm I think I think I'm I think I'm on the I'm, I'm in somewhat of a similar I think I think our, our our starting and end points are pretty similar I think I just have different ideas of where of why we get there but that's mm-hmm. pretty cool um I, I do I do agree 100% that yeah final shape is we're going we're going in the traveler that traveler portal we're going in and whatever we whatever's on the other end is yeah the destination and wherever the witness is and i think i definitely think you know the witness will be a situation where they will be probably that we will probably fight them maybe in the campaign but they have to 100% be like the, the raid yeah. boss it has to be I, like, I see an org situation basically yeah, 100% you fight him and then he goes to his throne world. I imagine the witness probably has a throne world. Yes. Or something um, like that. Yeah. Or whatever weird alter, alter alternate reality crap. Cause we don't even, we don't really know what his, what, what like his power is or what their power is or like what they're capable of. So like there could be something completely beyond uh, th- like what we know about th- like throne worlds or something else can entirely, um, who even knows? Maybe, True. maybe, maybe the inside of the traveler is the, yeah, the witnesses throne world or whatever. I, I was but, thinking that that could be it, yeah. but yeah, but it could, it could be something else completely. Um, and I, an idea I had, so this, this, this is, this is where I was, this is where I was going with it about how we get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the big thing we saw at the end of this was like the way the witness got in was the traveler in the veil linking together. And that like, allowed the witness to open the traveler up and get inside more or less. Mm-hmm. Or he like, are they used whatever like that, that moment to like make the portal in him. However, he, however they did it. I think 
because the veil has been left such a huge mystery. Um, us, us figuring out what the veil is, and then we're going to use the veil ourselves to essentially recreate what the witness did to open up the traveler and get to get ourselves inside of it. That's what, that's what I think we're going to be doing. Like we're going to, we're going to establish that connection again, whatever way we need to, whatever, whatever we did. And like you, like you said, kind of go maybe beyond what, what, what we thought we could do as like guardians and normal characters or whatever to establish that connection. Like the witness does with our ghost he uses our ghost to make that connection in the final scenes so the precedent is there for us to have that ability if we have he's using our own ghost um to then make that link again and that lets us go in after him mm-hmm. um, how we how we make that link i think that's gonna be the thing that we're building up each season over season is like we're gonna learn they already said next season and season of the deep we're getting a separate story um, mission that's going to be on Neomuna with, they said it's like you and Osiris investigating more about the veil. Yeah. Um, and it'll be, and then that, that'll also be a free for everybody. It's not even like a seasonal thing. It'll just be a thing that's very important clearly to the, the, the next parts of the story of destiny and going to the final shape. And it involves the veil. As we all know what the hell the veil is. Oh my God. People lose their minds still about what it is, what it is, whatever, whatever we're, we're, you know, that is what it is at this point. We just need to move on because it's, you know, that's clearly what's going to be the big that's thing. The about mystery. It. That's the yeah. mystery they need to build for the next year, probably. And I think that's going to be what it is. I think ultimately we're just going to be trying to figuring it out in our own way, each season over season, how to build that connection again, so that we can use it to get inside the traveler yes do you Um, want to hear my my crackpot theory to because i I totally agree with you yeah my my absolute crackpot theory that that kind of is why i laid it out that way like titan to then the whatever the sabathun season is yeah because i think that ends with us resurrecting sabathun bringing her back and because she knows what the veil is or at least has more information on it right she tells us that the veil is the key and we turn the veil into the ship that we take through the travel. Oh yeah. Okay. That's yeah. that's my like big brain crackpot. Yeah, super we, use the, we use the veil as a ship. Um that's that's to that's that's a that's a good one. I definitely think, yeah, Savathun coming back in some way, shape, or form is happening this year. Um I think I I honestly think there's a potential for it to be sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Um like even as in soon as the next season. because uh, like you said, we're going back to Titan the Titan has clear, like, you know, we've learned from that exotic mission or no, it wasn't the exotic mission. I think it was, or I think it was exotic mission. It was, it was, the, it was, win- was the winter bite one or it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't, bite. it wasn't the Vex Caliber one. That's like a different thing that I'll get into. Um, but I don't think we learned anything about Titan from that, but it was yeah, the winter bite stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of like, that's kind of the lead we have of like, we know there's something going on with Titan. Um, and what that, and like, there's, uh, what did they say an enemy to the witness on Titan I think is what basically it, it was like more or less getting to yeah. um, which leaves a lot of questions right of like you know who's who who could that be that's there like I know people are immediately going to like it's the weird Leviathan thing that's in the water it's been there the whole time like it's got to be like some sentient be. thing like I guess could be cool. it could be I guess like I could also just seeing that being a big ass sea creature and whatever and maybe there's something else completely it's um, Sloan. It's yeah, Sloan. Sloan's back, baby. Let's go. Sloan um, will be a part of whatever that story is, but maybe yeah. she's not like the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely think they would. They could bring her back in a cool way of just being like 
being the like conduit of like what's been going here this whole time that like it's been in there and like what she's seen from being like, you know, taken the planet being taken by whatever it was taken by. Um, but I, th- I think that's coming. I think that that is happening because I think Savathun potentially us taking Savathun back potentially. No, that's what it is. I think Savathun is somehow on Titan or something like that. Maybe that's how they're mm-hmm. going to do it. Or maybe the, maybe the key to reviving Savathun is on Titan because he said an enemy of the witness is there. Maybe that's where, um, for whatever reason, is. her ghost has hidden away on. Um, so maybe that's why that's why we end up going there or like, you know, the, the big question is like how the, the like we even get Titan back because um, like we I guess it just it will appear like Mars does. Maybe 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 that's like something like, you know, in running away. What I'm guessing is maybe that like what how they could set up maybe is like Savathun's ghost has been on the run still this whole time and maybe got to Titan somehow and Zivu Arath was chasing the ghost down and her her forces end up, you know, coming to Titan and like bringing Titan back out of um, back out of whatever that was, because there is precedent for that, because in the Witch Queen, you know, Savathun's shift ship appeared on well, that, that returning Mars out of that thing. So maybe she was the one who did that. And I guess maybe your ghost just does that for her or something. Yeah. Which then leads us to going, going what well, these go, oh, Titan's back and something's going down there. And that leads us to going there at the start of the season. And then we realize, oh, whoa, Ziva Wrath is trying to get Savathun's ghost. Um, we probably let's 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 like go save it or something. And then that just leads us down the path to, you know, doing a, a horrible deed of probably reviving Savathun. And then Savathun probably tells us, yes, like you said, like the veil is important. The veil is the key, yada, yada, which then leads us to um, the, what I think the next season will be about. Um, and I think that's going to be about saving Asher Mir. I think mm. that's where we're going to go next because he clearly also knows a lot about the veil. Um, Cause I think, I think that's like the next direction we'll go. Maybe, maybe we'll learn that more through the mission we do with Osiris and like trying to investigate the veil the next season or something, but clearly like, you know, doing that freaking um, exotic mission, uh, uh, you know, if you've done all the secret stuff in there and gotten all the chests, I don't know if you've done that yet or not. Um, I think I've done two out of, so, how okay. Many, how okay. Many. Okay. So, um, you know, spoilers. Sorry, but gonna, but you know, this goes into the theory. If I'm you, curious. So, if you collect, if you collect all of the the Vex Caliber chests, like the secret chests that are across the thing, and complete the mission, you get you. There's a, a room that opens up. Um, Ooh. at the at the end of the mission, um, after you like complete the boss, if you go in there. A big ass hologram of the fucking veil <laughs> is there in the room, and Mithrax and Mithrax gives you like a dialogue breakdown of just like uh, he's basically saying like Asher Mir is like showing us this and is like you know it's it's like and it's you know you don't talk to him indirectly again it's like the, how the mission usually is where it's like Mithrax kind of trying to decipher all of what is Asher Mir is trying to tell us. Mm-hmm. So he basically says, like, you know, this is something they don't outright say it's the veil, but we know it's the veil because if you saw, like, you know, it's it, you know, you can see on the one side it has like the big crazy purple portal thing that you can go see on Neomuna, and they've also, you know, people from Bungie have tweeted out like um, uh, concept, concept art. art of like the the crazy purple or like like weird 
black dark side roots. and then the, yeah. the white root side. It's literally the one for one. That thing as a big hologram in this room. It's a massive and you're just okay. in it. And they and they're just like, okay, Asher knows about this thing, and the Vex the Vex know about it too, and all this other stuff, and like it's I don't know the word for word, I don't remember like specifically, but basically it is that, and so he clearly knows a lot about this thing as well from from the Vex and all the things he's gotten from the Vex. So I think like, well, if it's that if he if he clearly knows that much and is able to get that information from the Vex, like we need we need him. Right, right. Like that's that's like too important of a thing in my mind. So I so I think like that's gonna be the season after so I, I think it'll go it'll go it can go either way, to be completely honest. Like I think we could have a season that season where we're 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 going deeper into the Vex network to save Asher try and save Ashermir or more have more direct contact with him to get the information we need or get him out or whatever. Um could be next season or it could be the season after that, or we could go to the Titan uh, season or before and do that and like have this thing where we're trying to save the ghosts or thing or go to Titan for whatever reason. We end up going to find whoever this, you know, this uh, enemy of the witnesses, whoever that ends up being could be our theory of the Savathun ghost. It could be the, the, the Leviathan under the water this whole time. Um, or it could be somebody else completely. Yeah, I like, the seven, I like the the Ignavoon guess. Like Savathun's ghost being, being yeah. on Titan is is a cool twist. Yeah. Uh, uh and, and again tying Zevia Wrath into it, like what is she doing? The witnesses like fucked off for his yeah, far he's, away. He's, he's in the portal and he just kinda of left everybody around and like, you know very all, single minded, right? So yeah, it's just, like I don't think, yeah, we obviously have not seen Zivu at all. And I would I would imagine like she has to reveal herself at some point, and I feel like that would be like the clearly that's like the the at least the most the more obvious connection, right? To be like in our attempts to like figure out what's going on with Savathun and her ghost and what where that ghost whereabout is. I feel like that's probably what Shivu would be doing at this point because now there's like, well, why can't I'm not going to the I'm not going into the traveler or, or like Savathun was the last person to know about the, what what the witness was trying to do and going to this portal. And he just kind of left us here. Like, what is going on? Like, that's like that probably is like clearly like the most obvious thing for her to probably go seek out as her sister, who knew about all the stuff and you know did all the crazy plans to try and thwart thwart the witness in the first place, right? Um. Also, like, just in in conjunction with the veil, right? Like. There's this quote from the raid that has like stuck with me in a big way um, where Nezarek mentions the veil and he says the coveted key to the witnesses plans and the sapid secret of its first victims, Um, which is just sapid in this. Like, apparently I have not heard that word. It's not a word I hear in casual conversation a lot. Yeah, it's like pleasant, uh, like enjoying like a, having a strong, pleasant taste is is the definition. So like this, I guess like reward from its first victims, and it, that just like I wonder. Like I, wo- so I wonder much if, there. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it. Yeah, that because I, I feel like they'd be taken multiple ways just because of yeah. the, the the thing of Nezarek, right? Of like it could have been the victims of the the veil. Um, maybe, maybe how that's how Nezarek views it. They're victims of whatever the veils 
thing was, and then he could feed off their nightmares for that thing, right? Like it could be, I could see it could be that, or like, yeah, maybe the veil is some fucked up thing and what it could do to people. Yeah, I, I take it more as like the veil was with the traveler. Like when I see that veil concept art, the way the roots extend out into this empty sphere, it looks like it could just perfectly wrap around the traveler and then the other half would be the weird portal part. Sure. Um, it's probably small. It's small. It looks generally smaller than the traveler. I don't know. You know, it's kind of hard to get yeah. uh, an idea of the size from just like the one boss fight. But I, I wonder if that implies that the witness was in the people that the traveler first met and that it pulled it out of the traveler in a weird way like that's that's like the guess the the crazy you know tin hat uh guess that i can make now mm -hmm. but you know us everything that we learn about the veil is us learning more about the origins of the witness yeah um so like i still think that while we're going to learn more about it going forward we're not going to get the whole picture until the final shape because oh, that, yeah. i would bet we're not going to get the witnesses like lore backstory until the lore book for that raid so you know just for folks that are already upset that they don't know yeah. um yeah. you know that that's kind of my guess uh but yeah that's that's really cool to hear about that extra room with with mira i don't know if we're gonna save asher mira i'm like less convinced of it uh but mm -hmm. i i wonder if like there is like i don't know if he's gonna get his own dedicated season but sure um, I do think that he could be a part of a future season. Yeah, yeah, I, def I definitely think they like getting getting that information from him in some way, shape, or form makes sense. Yeah, but what form that takes, yeah, who knows? Maybe you could just be a dungeon or something. Mm -hmm. um, Ooh, that actually be cool. Yeah, like where, yeah, we go back like a, a Vex network dungeon, Vex network cool. dungeon where we like have to you know get in contact with him somehow um, through that and getting you know, information about the veil from him through that or whatever. And yeah, and I, I'd be totally cool if it's just like something like that where like, it's not necessarily like us, like pulling him out and whatever crazy, like, you know, Vex network form he's taken where he's like digitized or whatever. But it's more just like, you know, kind of what you get in that exotic mission where it's like these weird piece, piece sort of piecemeal, you know, messages from him. Oh, granted, I think there is some lore where like you he actually is like talking to people like I think it's like a like some lore piece where he like is yelling at kids over a radio message or something yeah. like so like I guess he is like alive in some form that he's like able to talk but you know what that means who knows um, but yeah I, I think I think he's definitely an important player um, in, this, in the course of this year um, whether that'll be be a full season or just like a dungeon or maybe we you know we might not see him again till the final shape and then in the final shape there's Maybe like a very important mission where you go with him to do something with related to the veil or whatever. But I don't know where that'll go. But I definitely think ultimately, wherever the pieces will lie, I think, yeah, I agree with you that like I think that final season leading into the final shape is us, you know, maybe not maybe not building a, a ship itself, but maybe just like I could honestly I could see, you know, this is maybe like a little bit of a cop out, but I could see it just like we're just kind of going to re re um kind of repurpose the the helm as this conduit of the the connection with the veil to like let us burst through it because you know it's still the helm and you can do all these things and you're going there every week anyway to like you know do this do the story quests for the season anyway and then they can continue to use the hail the of the helm as like the hub 
even when even when it's like inside the crazy traveler you know reality or whatever um yeah as long as the helm doesn't get blown up in one of these seasons i mean we'd be yeah. having a podcast at that yeah point. i know right we have to yeah <laughs> rebrand re- already rebrand everything no <laughs> oh, only nine episodes come on <laughs> come on uh, yeah can't believe bungie would do that to us um but yeah, yeah. Any, anything else you can think of you know any I guess, you know, I said I said one dungeon idea, but do you have any ideas for like any dungeon ideas or things like that you'd want to see or other other season ideas? Yeah, I hadn't thought of dungeon ideas. That's really good. I like yeah. a Vex Network dungeon. Always sounds like a good time to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, agreed. I would really think like a Titan dungeon would be really cool. Yeah. Just like that'd be cool, too. I, I could definitely see them doing a Leviathan style. Bring back the bring back a vaulted destination. It, I feel like it's going to be Titan with how they set up Titan yeah. um, and have it be like a, it's a like, public zone. Yeah. I feel like it is just like equal in size in some ways to like, are uh, they could they like me? Maybe it's like a, like a little bit bigger than Leviathan was, but like not that much bigger. And they could probably still like, you know, take out some sections that aren't really necessary. Like, you know, you aren't going to be doing, I, I would imagine. Yeah. It could be a very similar, set up to yeah like he's leviathan yeah hopefully you know a little bit more interesting than how leviathan was handled right where you can only really hang out in one zone to do stuff yeah uh and then they're just like can bring back everybody's favorite strike oh yeah sabbath in song baby let's go back i was gonna say if if anything though i feel like it would be like if they're in the cadence of kind of doing these like sort of reprised strikes i feel like it would be a new it would be maybe like in the, in the same environment as everything's going to be a completely different strike. I would I would yeah. imagine. At this yeah, that would be cool. But like having us go into that like mall and stuff and have a yeah. whole dungeon there. Like I could have spent a whole game in that area of Titan. Yeah, agreed. So. Yeah, it's such a cool. It's a really cool environment. So yeah, I'd be really stoked. If they yeah. brought it back. Definitely probably my one of my favorite or OG Destiny two like planets. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think like Io would uh, Io being in the story more than likely will happen because like much like in Red War, right? That was like where the traveler first arrived, right? Like so, having us come back to that to try and reconnect with traveler makes sense for something like season twenty three. Um, yeah, I, I I'm also like hung up in a little weirdness of like Lance Reddick being gone, so like that that changes kind yeah. of where Zavala is going to be in the story. So I think pivoting maybe to have Ikora be a bit more of a central character, which they did, and it worked really well for Witch Queen. I think having her be mm-hmm. a little bit more central to everything and having her kind of step up uh, could be a, a big part of going back to Io as well, because that's where she hit out during the the Red War. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Io will come into play at some point. Um but mm-hmm. I, I don't know how it, it's tough. Like, like it's it's kind of like uh, Beyond Light or uh, yeah, Beyond Light going or Witch Queen going into uh, Lightfall. It's like you know we knew something was going to happen with Rasputin, and we knew something was probably going to happen with like Aramis. Uh, similar deal of like we know yeah. something's going to happen on Titan. Yeah, I, I know Savathun's got to come back, uh, and and like how and all the pieces that happen in the middle there yeah are are kind of up for up for grabs but yeah i my most confident is like the last season being like season of arrivals 2.0 
and us like preparing to like go to war. We're going to follow the witness in and we're going to kill it. Yeah. Like that's the goal. Yeah, we're, uh, we're going to, we're going to fight. Yeah. And it's like a last stand. Like bringing, I, I definitely we're bringing the fight. Yeah. We're finishing the fight, finishing the fight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ten, 10 years later. Right. And <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, there's still definitely the possibility, too, of the final shape ending up coming out, like, say, next September instead of next uh, February as well. Like, that is something I've, I've kept in the back of my mind um, to have it be, like, perfectly 10 years after and also give them more time so that way, you know, we don't have a lightfall situation sure. uh, where, where things end up being a little bit more mixed than, than Bungie wants. Like I, I think more than anything that they, they want to stick this landing. Yeah. Uh, stick this, and, this this ending, quote unquote ending. Mm-hmm. And they want it to be like to to go back to Endwalker, right? Like the nice thing about that, Endwalker is like a much longer expansion than the previous ones from for Final Fantasy fourteen, but it wraps up the whole story versus like Shadow Keep or Shadowbringers, Jesus. Too many, <laughs> too many expansions. Uh, Shadowbringers, like the story of that, didn't really wrap up at the end of Shadowbringers. It, it ends up wrapping in six point three, mm-hmm. uh, the, the third major uh, story update afterwards. I want and and kind of similar here, where it's like you know, Witch Queen ended, but like there was a lot more going on in Season of the Risen and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. They got to end it at the end of the final shape raid. Like that raid needs to be the swan song ending of the story. Yeah. Uh, kind of like the the king's fall raid was for taking king so i i want them to the seat that season like i'd be okay if that season is totally different and starts like four weeks after final shape comes out right like yeah is, or, is yeah. like a late or just like the season the season is almost like an epilogue in some ways of just yes. like finishing off everything and then like the season after that is like when we kind of begin something else completely in some ways just like you know yeah, and and I I so like don't tie it into that season, or if they do, have it be something like an epilogue. Yeah, um, that that's like a fun like kind of bringing in the memories week over week. So yeah, I, that's like where my mind is at too. Of like this could be coming out later, uh, and then like there's also the ten year anniversary of Destiny in September of 2024. So that is like a potential to do another anniversary pack type thing. Yeah. Uh, if they do end up putting out the final shape in uh, February or, or summer or whatever. So, um, yeah, like they, there's a lot of stuff that that's going to happen between then and now. That's that's kind of hard to nail down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very uh, interesting uh, waters to go into. Like, you know, I, I think that's definitely something they have to be more that's something I, I really hope at least they're more explicit about. I mean, they're not going to get super detailed, but like at least give us the, uh, the overarching of like, they need to tell us like this year, you know, when they give us that kind of, you know, probably, you know, what probably going to be in August, August, yeah. September time of like, you know, when they're going to rev- do like a proper expansion reveal, final shape reveal. They need to say like, we're, we're just, we're going to continue supporting destiny two as a game. Or if like, you know, or if we're going to be moving on to something else years after that, like they really need to be more explicit about and like set expectations for people um, with with that sooner rather than later. I think like when that expansion is starting to come out, they like need to have those answers, I think. Yeah. Um, 
At least that's my personal feelings on that. Cause like, you know, we already see so many people just being like destiny three's next. They're going to come out with final shape in February. And the year after that, it's destiny three. And it's like, no, that's, I, I do yeah. not see that happening. It's just, I, just I don't, don't see it. It's you're just, yeah, that would with all the other stuff that they're doing now internally, potentially with other games and stuff like it's just, yeah, they're not, it's just, that works. You know, they, I think they just need to, they need to be clear about that stuff sooner to, to yeah. set to set the expectations for for Destiny going forward because they clearly want they're clearly making more Destiny regardless if it's a new game or if it's going to be more supporting for content like it's clear they're doing that it's just it's just what form is that they need to be a little bit more clear about what that is um, for sure um but yeah other stuff this year that I would love to see for sure yeah like I yeah, like you said yeah either Vex Network Dungeon would be really rad. As much as we got all the cool Vex Network stuff this season, like with the new the new strike with um, Neomuna and the new and like some of like the other the exotic mission, which are pretty cool overall. Vex Network Dungeon will be really rad um, or like a Titan Dungeon. Yeah, for sure. Like going into like the weird depths of Titan going even even deeper and or something. And Yeah, maybe, maybe have us fight that worm at the end. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's. We can finally see whatever the that weird ass Leviathan thing is. Yeah, if it is like just like a worm, it turned out just to be like a, a hive worm, baby, maybe like a baby hive god worm or whatever that is. Um, that could be cool, or could, or if it's just something else completely, who knows? Um, I think yeah, it's like tying up that mystery would be kind of a cool season seasonal approach, and I think it could go with like their like they've talked about a lot, like them them kind of fitting to these weird like themes of like what the kind of our our guardians look like each season like they kind of went with like knights and like kind of knights this season with the armor but then there was like cowboys obviously and you know the, the more like you know weird like uh, swashbuckler kind of piratey looks like doing yeah like, we need a know, ninja set yeah ninja set's got to be soon that could be really cool i was thinking if you know if it is titan and it's called seas of the deep like some kind of weird deep sea explorer kind of suits kind of looking like diver helmet dive, diver suit. helmets diving That'd stuff cool. i could cool. see them going for that as well some like weird subnautical looking looks or whatever or like a, a new take on like the taken armor could also be yeah in with that yeah could that could that. be cool as well yeah like some some taken stuff um <clears throat> yeah like stuff like that i would love to see um again i think you know them kind of refining some of the systems we've talked about like that'll obviously come but i want to I'm hopeful for that stuff of like them kind of ironing out guardian ranks and like the commendation stuff, you know, and so they can pave this way to, to, um, to the, 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 the game, the, the destiny without grinding for a power level and pinnacles and stuff. Like I want to see that future for destiny, like them, them to, them to achieve that and actually be like received well and not be like, eh, like it's almost there. And maybe you got to kind of keep like, I, I hope they're able to, you know, s- you know, s- kind of find that smooth landing into that stuff later this year, rather than it being kind of rocky. Um, but I they're definitely at least trying to, you know, set the, set the, the road for that stuff. I think it's really good. You know, I think other than that, like, um, I am I am very curious about what the reprised raid is going to be this year. That's what um, I was going to bring we are, up. We yeah. are going to we are going to have that um, after the season after season of the deep. So season well that that's going to be twenty two. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I think it's basically fifty fifty between either Wrath Machine 
or Le- uh, OG Leviathan. I think those are going to be the two, so the, the two either either ors for me. I think. Um, yeah. I think I would. I think we did talk about this a little bit in a previous episode, but like, I feel like you know it makes sense to just complete the trifecta and have Wrath this year, you know. But also, I could see them just doing Leviathan again this year because it is like pertinent with you know Callus being the big bad this year, and we'll have other, you know, we'll have other stuff going on. And then, like those weapons are really cool. Um, they just they did bring back the Leviathan in full last year with that, so they could. You know, kind of still, they still have that rather than making all this new stuff. So I could see that and maybe them like, you know, saving Wrath for the 10 year anniversary for Destiny or whatever. That could be something too. I, I, I could be, I could be fine with. Um, we'll see how they go. Regardless though, I think I'm, what I'm curious about is like how they're going to handle the, the exotic for that raid. I feel like it, at this point it would have to be an either completely new exotic. For either yeah. for e- e- either of them, if they do Leviathan or that, that has to, has to be a completely new exotic or like some, yeah, they have to bring back a Destiny 1 exotic, popular Destiny 1 exotic, which like I don't think there's that many left they can do. That, yeah, will, that will like be like really hype for people. I mean, you, I think you know better than I would at least, but you know, I don't really see, you know, a lot of the popular, I feel like the, the ones they've talked about a lot that people would want they just kind of have outright said like no to because they were just like so broken in the way they worked in destiny one they, they would not bring them back in those forms in destiny two so at that point they're just making a new thing anyway like i think that's like how they've talked about icebreaker and there was yeah. there's one other gun as well that's like a similar thing because it like regenerate regenerated ammo or something yeah and they just would not bring them back in that form so i would i think i would ultimately just yeah just prefer a new a new uh, exotic if if they were to go that route. So we'll have to yeah. see, we'll have to see uh, what the future destiny is always the thing to think about a lot, right? Yeah, and like we're also getting Vault of Glass is going to get some level of an update uh, this year. Yeah, true, uh, with crafted weapons and new perks on all the weapons. Yep. Um, and I think along with that, I would bet that the time lost versions of those weapons will become uh, enhanceable. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, which which would make a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, I, that reprised rate. Yeah, I really don't know. I feel like doing Leviathan would be cool for like the year of Callus. Um, hashtag yeah. year of Luigi all over <laughs> again. Um, and and it would be cool. Like, what if they just like did. Everything was the same in Leviathan, except you actually just fight Callus at the end. Yeah, um, or yeah, it's just or yeah, they put they put Shadow Legion Cabal throughout it instead of the the current Cabal or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like or remix or re- 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 remix it that way or something. That could be cool. Yeah, yeah, because that could be a cool way to do a Destiny Two raid. Um, Reprised, but yeah, yeah. I I like don't. I'm curious what raid reprisal and all that is going to look like going forward. If they're going to keep doing that, or if that's just been a a thing to kind of fill in the blanks in the meantime and, and update D one stuff. But yeah, yeah, I, I love it. If, if by the end of destiny two's total lifespan, we have every raid in destiny in it. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's going to do it uh, this, this week for helm to tower. Um, oh, yeah. that's right. 
I think we'll be back for another episode next week because we can talk about um, whatever happens in the season finale. And we are also supposed to be getting that uh, that mid-season patch note preview. But after mm-hmm. that, though, I think, you know, we, we've talked about it before. We might take like a little reprieve from some episodes, um, a planned reprieve. So I think we'll probably do next week's episode. So that'll be episode 10, baby. Um, and then we'll probably maybe take a break till maybe maybe like a one or two week break till we get closer to that end of season and they start kind of giving us those kind of juicier blog posts about um you know updates in season 21 whatever all that stuff that's gonna come um Mm -hmm. so just yeah just to give people a heads up on that um but yeah thanks again everybody for joining us for another another fun episode of Hamlet Towers fun to, to always talk crackpot theories uh, with you, Alex. I got tons of them. With Alex, <laughs> and indeed. Um, I hope the crucible part wasn't too boring for folks either. But you know, hey, some, some people, some people like that. It's fine. <laughs> they love it. They love it. I, I do want to know if, if folks are, are still listening. Comment your uh, your crackpot theories. I want to know what you think that yeah. your head is going to look yeah. like. Yeah, feel free. Yeah, feel free to let us know. Yeah, what you think about um, what you think about you know what the seasons are going to be about or like well, you know if you have your own weird theories about the veil or whatever else oh yeah well, feel free to leave them in the comments here on YouTube where you can watch us uh, we can watch us talk about uh, destiny um, in video form or you can listen to us on podcast services but yeah you know, wherever you watch or listen to us thank you as always um, and we'll see you next week bye bye bye.